Hello and welcome to a special finals edition of Checkside Chats. I'm Zach Milbank, Sample Media Producer. And on today's episode, we catch up with Central District ball magnate Harry Grant, who has taken the Host Plus Sample League by storm in 2023. And we also sit down with Adelaide Marquee signing Jack Madgen, who details his unique journey from basketball to football. It's time off. Time back on. We'll tick into 26 minutes when he kicks a goal. He's 60 metres away from the goal line. He's just going to pop it to the top of the square. The dogs will need a mark. Linky down there. They'll need a crumb. Grant, can he seal it? Grant, can he seal it? He does. The dogs will play finals. They're home. Well, Harry, uh, it sounded pretty good, didn't it? Yeah, it was, um, it was a very good feeling. A lot of emotion, um, you know, sealing uh, the goal to get us into the finals and stuff. It was a very good feeling. And, um, yeah, a lot of emotion coming out after kicking that. So, yeah, a bit of carry on. Did you have an awareness of the stage of the game and how deep in time on it was it? Yeah, so the call come out, uh, I think it was three minutes, four minutes. Um, so I knew there wasn't a lot of time left. Um, so, yeah, like I knew sort of that was um, – that would have probably got us over the line. So that's probably why I celebrated so <laughs> hard. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, fair enough too. Uh, first finals appearance for the club since 2017 and it's been a slow build toward that. You've been there for about half of the journey and, um, yeah, no doubt means a lot to everyone. Yeah, it means a lot to the people of the area as well. Like, um, like there's a lot of people and supporters that come out and support us week in, week out. And, um, like to do it for them as well, we, um, is a great feeling. And then also to do it for us because of the hard work we put in and, um, you know, the process that we've been through over the past, well, my three years at the club since Tomo's taken over, um, you know, to see it, to come to, come to life and, our goals be achieved of playing finals this year is, um, yeah, it was a very good feeling. And it's been a slow burn towards it as well. We're very much sort of trying to bring some local talent through it with a mixture of guys that um, want a second chance from another Sandful club as well and, and some guys from uh, country areas interstate, much like yourself. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's a lot of um, bits and pieces over the past three years have sort of brought it all together. Um, so like, um, the Sturt boys, so the Lakoiak boys, yeah. um, this year as well, um, Jess McLennan, um, and those, um, Leighton Chisholm is another one. Um, and then also Lewis Cowan, who's played some, uh, senior footy this year as well. So just like everyone sort of developing their game over the last three years, as well as, um, you know, um, t- tinkering with our uh, game plan as well. Um, yeah, so it's been a slow burn, but it's um, absolutely worth it now. It was a double fist pump from you as the final siren went as well. I was watching you closely with Aiden Grace had the set shot on goal. And uh, yeah, that must have been a nice moment when it was finally realised too. Yeah, mate. It's um, like, that's the only thing that's really been on my mind personally since probably round five. Um, like I knew that we should be playing finals this year. There's no if, but, or maybes. Like that's, that has been my one purpose um, the whole season is to play on Adelaide Oval and to actually achieve your goals. It's a very good feeling. So um, yeah, I just can't wait for this weekend as well. Hopefully you can extend it another week by beating the Pies. Yeah. So now it's, as um, as I said, it's about achieving your goals, but now it's adjusting them. So that's um, like, I have no doubt we can 
uh, beat them this again this weekend, and um, we'll just take it week by week and en- enjoy the moment and enjoy the week. Do you take a lot of confidence from the manner in which you won? Like you obviously weren't playing your best footy in the first half and, and for large periods of the game, but you still found a way to win. And so should you confront that situation in, in an elimination final, you're not going to panic as a team? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we also had to do it the week before against North. Uh, we were down and then we had to chase the game. And um, yeah, Prez kicks a, a great goal as mm. well to put us through. So um, yeah, we've we've sort of understood what it feels like to chase the game and also protect the game. So I think, um, you know, we, uh, we've we got great confidence as a team um, to know when to chase and when to hold the lead and stuff like that and back our game plan. So, um, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, you mentioned Adelaide Oval before. No doubt excited to have a run round on there. Have you played on there before? Because I know the team did late last year, but were you injured at the time? Or yeah, yeah, so I um I haven't played on Adelaide over yet. I mm. got dropped um after the Norwood game, so I didn't get to play. So um yeah, I'm I'm very excited, very very excited. <laughs> Cannot wait. <laughs> so have you been to watch AFL footy there as a fan? And, yeah, and soak it in. Yeah, absolutely. So I watched the Crows and Collingwood game and the Port mm-hmm. Collingwood game and. Um, crows and giants and stuff, and it, yeah, it just looks like an unreal place to play footy. So mm. on the big stage, on a great oval, yeah, very excited. You can see the grin on your face. You're yeah. itching to get out there. Yeah, nah, <laughs> cannot wait. Bit different to Queenbean. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about home. Um, so yeah, I'm from Queenbean, which is um half an hour, twenty minutes outside of um Canberra, um yep. in New South Wales. So I um. Yeah, grew up in Queenie played rugby league, played AFL, played basketball. Um, yeah, just love playing sport and stuff like that. So family's all back there. They'll be over this weekend yeah, cool. with a fair bit of support. So, yeah, they can't wait to get over as well. How did footy win the war over those other sports you were playing? Um, oh, to be honest, I just didn't... Um, just enjoyed it more, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I really enjoyed me rugby league and then, yeah, just um, fell in love with... Um, like the Queenie Tigers football club, like the, the place is a very good place to play footy. My old man played reserves there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, just love the game and, um, continue to love the game. So what age did you start and, and uh, tell us about your career at Queenie? Yeah. So I started, uh, 12 or 13, um, playing just, um, in the juniors there and then just like, um, yeah, just started making my way through, um, the age groups and then into the Giants Academy. Um, and then started playing a bit of needful footy as well. And, uh, for New South Wales Rams. And then, um, yeah, when COVID hit, um, I went back and started playing consistent footy at club level, um, mm-hmm. and ended up winning a first grade flag as well. So, um, yeah, that was, um, a very good year before I come over. So, yeah. I did have a scan of the Queanbeyan website and stumbled across that 2020 premiership photo and saw you standing there or sitting, kneeling there down the front row. So Yeah, I'm not happy. standing in many photos. <laughs> I'm always on the grass. So, yeah, as a small bloke. So. Yeah, oh, you don't mind. You don't mind the in and under stuff, do yeah. you? No, no. I pride myself on that side of the game. So, yeah. Uh, excellent. Is there um like a player you've modelled? yourself on speaking of that yeah so i um um i really like the way took miller goes about his footy um yeah watched a lot of um stuff on him in the off season with tomo to just sort of um you know work on some running patterns and 
um, some defensive patterns as well. Um, so yeah, I model my game off him. I think he's a very good player. Uh, just work rate. Did you find that that was the difference? Like what, how do you explain the way you've transformed yourself this year? Because obviously last year in and out of the side a little bit with form, but chiefly through injury. Yeah. So I think it was, um, like it's a bit cliche, but it was a, it was a big summer for myself. I had a, um, a fair chat with Tomo, um, like an honest chat about where I was at and where I wanted to go and where um, I needed to improve if I wanted to get there. Um, so I worked extremely hard on um, the stuff we implemented as a midfield group as well as what I wanted to work on individually. Um, and yeah, and at the same time, just getting back to loving my footy. Um, it was a pretty hard year. I did not win a single game of footy last year because I was in between the oh, grades. Right. Yeah, so when the reserves were losing, I was in oh, the reserves. Right. And when the league was losing, I was in the league. So um, winning games of footy makes it um, good fun as well. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, Tomo's just incredibly meticulous with his planning and, and the fact he's had experience in the AFL system with the Adelaide Football Club as well would have played a part in doing a lot of that study and the behind-the-scenes footage, I would have thought. Yeah, one I think my personal opinion of Tomo, the, one of the strengths of his coaching is picking apart uh, vision from behind the goals okay. and side-on. I think I've never seen anything like it. The mm. way he picks apart vision is um, a strength of his game and then... Um, being able to relay the message onto us. So I think, um, uh, and I'm a bit of a visual learner, so that sort of mm, helped mm. me a lot. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess you can probably see that was the way he used to play because obviously you wouldn't have seen him play, but um, he read the play very well as a footballer. Yeah, I've heard, um, yeah, obviously, um, you know, a legend of our football club um, as a player and sure to be as a coach as well. So, um, yeah. Oh, it's good to see uh, his story unfolding as well. Um, you must it must make you glad that you arrived at Central District. Uh, how did it unfold? Like why Central from all the way in Canberra? Um, so I was uh, I've got had the aspirations and still do of uh, trying to get um, drafted into the AFL, hmm. and um, so I was looking just to take that next step after the needful shut down. Um, and what better place to come than the best competition under the AFL? So I was looking to come over here. So um, I'll have the same manager as um, Corey Durden, who's oh, a yeah. Central's junior, mm -hmm. Central's boy. So yeah. um, there was just a connection there. Um, so my manager, Trevor Clisby, um, got in contact with the club and, yeah, met with Tomo and met with the club and being um, a good runner and the size of the oval sort mm. of intrigued me and they were really welcoming <laughs> and, yeah, just fell in love with the place. Your aerobic capacity is a real feature of yours, isn't it? And I remember your first pre-season there and, popping out of the track and old granny, Chris Grant, who obviously still hang around the club, but uh, long serving CEO, he goes, look at this, look at this bloke here, Grant, good surname. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's going to win it. He wins the time trials. You you watch him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not very big. So you've got to be able to, you know, um, be good at something. So you got, oh, my work rate and my running um, is something I can control. So I um, pride myself on that. Yeah. Um, and that gets you to more contests, doesn't it? And f you're able to find the footy a bit more naturally. Yeah. So um, it all goes hand in hand, um, you know, being a good runner, being able to cover the ground more. Um, and then when you get the footy, being able to make clear decisions as well. So um, it all goes hands, hand in hand with each other. So, um, yeah. And it's translated in some really good personal form for you this year. So you must be pleased with the way you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
as I said, just really enjoying my footy. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's great to, um, you know, finally be, um, playing some good and consistent footy, um, as well, like doing it week in, week out is, um, something that's a challenge. And mm-hmm. I think I've sort of, um, found that a little bit this year, which has been nice. Um, so, you know, hopefully the job's not done yet. So hopefully, um, yeah, continue to play a good footy in September, which is, um, the most important. Indeed. And, uh, for the team to win in September as well, but, um, not sure if you've been keeping an eye on the Sample Now Player of the Year leaderboard by chance, but um, I thought I would drop it on you here, but you have won the 2023 Sample Now Player of the Year award, so oh, congratulations. Thanks, mate. No, I, um, I sort of don't really try and um, check too much of the media and stuff, just control what I can control and, you know, listen to my coaches and stuff, but it's a, yeah, it's a great recognition, mate. So, th- yeah, thank you very much. Did you know? Uh, I think my mum told me earlier in the <laughs> week, um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I, uh, I do know now. So yeah, thank yeah. you. Well, you had an unassailable lead going into round 18 as well, because you'd sort of uh, polled the three um, prior to, uh, I think you got three in your last two games, in fact. So a really strong finish to the season. Yeah, it's, um, I think my last probably um, five weeks of the season was... Um, consistent as we're talking about so um yeah thanks mate i appreciate it so now well done and uh thoroughly deserved uh who knows maybe the mcgarry yeah you dare to dream yeah (laughs) it would be an absolute honor um you know champions out of our club like brad symes and tomo john platten to be up against Mm. their names um oh yeah i can't really describe it um but yeah, we'll ju- I'll just focus on this weekend, mate, because um, sure. yeah, just love playing footy in Adelaide Oval. So yeah, yeah looking forward to it. <laughs> Every time you say Adelaide Oval, that grin lights yeah. up. I love it. It's yeah. good to see. No, it's uh, very fortunate to work there myself. It's a beautiful place. Um, you touched on AFL aspirations, though. Like that dream hasn't died for you. Yeah, it was um, like last year with the um, interrupted year with injury and a bit of form and stuff. It sort of was in the back of my mind. I just wanted to get back to enjoying my footy. But um yeah, I I would love to get drafted. Like I, like as I said, like I really enjoy playing footy and it's love it's what I love to do. So be able to do it for a living is um yeah, like it'd be the ultimate for me. Mm. So yeah. Speaking of doing something for a living, uh, electrician by trade, where are you working? Yeah, so I'm um an electrician, uh fourth year apprentice, work for Impact Electrical. Um yeah, an old player of the club, Matt Prouse, mm-hmm. um, played um, a bit of reserves footy in, I think maybe some league trials and stuff. Um, so he gave me a gig when I first moved over. So, yeah, grateful for that as well. How do you enjoy that? Yeah, I really like it. Um, yeah, hopefully get qualified soon, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if, or if I, um, you know, if it does the AFL sort of thing doesn't happen, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy doing what I'm doing. Um, Matt didn't get too angry when you, um, got in his van for the first time by chance or? Nah, he didn't get, uh, yeah, I had a few hiccups early on as a, as a first and second year, but, um, nah, I think we're all sweet now. You'd have to ask him. <laughs> Spill the beans. What happened? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Lots of things, mate. So that's all about learning, isn't it? <laughs> I heard, uh, might've been a reversal into a garage or something. In, in oh yeah. Van or? yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my housemates weren't too happy with that. So <laughs> the van's a bit different size to the ute. So <laughs> any damage to the house? 
oh yeah, yeah, oh, no. yeah. So we're still in the middle of fixing that. So oh no, yeah. Thanks for bringing that <laughs> yeah. up, mate. <laughs> well, you can blame your skipper for that. He dobbed you. In, so. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Well, I'll probably get fined for it for this as well when I get to training. No doubt. Um, country music. Yeah, love it. Yeah. yeah, Morgan Wallen, Luke Coombs, Brad Cox, Lee Kernigan. Yeah, I love it. Who's your favourite, and why? Oh, I recently saw Luke Coombs in Melbourne. Um, okay. Yeah, loved him, and then also saw Morgan Wallen earlier in the year. So I, I can't split them. Yeah, yeah, can't split them. Can't give us a ballad or two. Or oh. With, maybe with a few beers, mate. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Not the I've got, a, I've got a final to play this <laughs> yeah. weekend, so yeah. That's it. <laughs> Don't want to give the opposition too much ammunition, do we? Nah, yeah. nah. Uh, it's been a ripping chat, Harry. Thanks for coming in and check side chats. We do appreciate your time and good to get to know you a little bit more. And we've really enjoyed the way you've blossomed this year, not just from a central district point of view, but a whole host plus Sanford League point of view to become one of the best midfielders in the competition and had a stunning 2023 campaign and um, hopefully for your sake and the Bulldogs sake it'll go for another week longer. Nah thanks uh, Zach and thanks for the award as well Um, yeah it's an honour and um, yeah looking forward to this weekend. Well Jack it's an exciting week for yourself and the Adelaide Footy Club isn't it? Yeah no it definitely is. Um, The boys are pretty fired up we've had some training sessions the last couple of days and Ready to go. Um, super excited. The business end of the season now. Yeah, um, you find yourself in the same spot as you were last year. Obviously, you weren't at the footy club, but uh, qualifying final, it's a nice spot to launch from, isn't it? Yeah, that was obviously the goal from the start of the year was that um, top three because the double chance. Um, obviously, first would be awesome. But, um, credit to Glenelg, played really well all year. Um, so they secured that. But yeah, top three, we'll, we'll, that was our aim. And um, yeah, able to secure it which was nice and this time last year um we ended up being a sensational win against nord in that qualifying final so hopefully you can repeat the dose yeah no that would be nice and then obviously a week after we play for a spot in the granny which would be mm. you know dream come through uh true for a lot of the boys so yeah how do you see the double blues this week no tough tough team um they're experienced um they've had a they've had a good year they were Tough to play at Wigan this year. Um, we were able to get him two weeks ago, so mm. um, we should be pretty confident. Um, we get a few few players back that was, have been um, playing AFL the last couple of weeks as well, so um, should be a good game. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to it, and I know Godsey will get the get the attitude right and the boys up for mm. the game on Sunday. He's a master at that, his old <laughs> Godsey, uh, as he must have done that game in round 17. Uh, I know you weren't playing, you were probably alongside it or on the bench there helping because um, you were sort of managed in terms of uh, a yeah. bit of rest for yourself. But yeah, no. um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an incredible, like a really character building win though, wasn't it? Because you, I think you only had like 11 AFL listed players playing and a debutante in Jarman Seagal mm. and um, some really good promising young players and you were able to win against a top three contender on their deck. Yeah, it was, um, it was like, you know those games like during the week when there's just like a really good vibe and we knew we were a little bit, well, I don't want to say on the man because we, we got some really yeah. good SNFL listed players and 
um, that would be injustice to them because, like, like you said, Jarman came in and, and played awesome. Like mm. for his first game, I think he took his, like a massive intercept mark to start yeah. the game, and I was like, oh, that's that's awesome to see. Like, look so comfortable. Mm. Um, but then we had like Jackson Haitley and Tyler Brown because obviously Kieran Strawn and Elliot, Elliot Himmelberg went down the yeah. week before, um, and Tyler's in there going like, oh, um, Mick, you know I rucked against Frio in the AFL. <laughs> and then they're like, what? And then they get up. He had like four ruck contests against Lobb and Darcy. And then yeah, he get, right. gets his clips up. And he's ah. like, see, I can, like, if you need one. like, yeah, So yeah. like this divide. And then Jackson Haightley comes in. He's like, you know, I'm, I, I can jump. Yeah, you know, right. like, so they're- Basketball. Yeah, so the like the vibe was really cool and like up mm. for the challenge, which, mm. you know, during the week, I'm like, I, I can, like, we've got a good shot here. Like yeah, the yeah. guys are ready to go. And then um, on the other side, the we've had a really healthy AFL list all year. so. Maybe those opportunities for their Santa Fe listed players weren't there early on, and mm -hmm. you could sort of sense a little bit of like, oh, I want to play, like yeah. really like that little bit of frustration. Yes. So it was awesome to see some of those guys get rewarded for all that hard work um, yeah. they'd put in since you know December last year. So mm -hmm. yeah, really proud of them. And what was your <clears> role <throat> on the day, not pulling on the um, I was on the headset on the mm -hmm. bench, so like a little bit of a bench coach. Yeah. Um, the way I play is very vocal, probably more vocal than physical, to be <laughs> honest. Um, so sort of trying to do that um from the bench a little bit harder but i was get yeah. i um the assistant coaches on the headset so i would mm -hmm. relay the messages and um just try to try to stay involved and when the boys come to the bench like just mm -hmm. li like lift them up and tell them how good they were doing because they i mean they were doing a great job yeah. and just sort of relaying some messages of what i see out there as well mm -hmm. how do you find that role oh mate, I'd, i really loved it but mm -hmm. um I was like way more nervous than I've ever been on the field. Oh, like, right. I, like my legs are shaking in that last quarter and I'll never <laughs> get like that on the field. So um, definitely something I could see myself doing and I, I really enjoyed that part of it. But um, I'll need to take some lessons on, you know, taking some deep breaths, doing some mindfulness because <laughs> I was probably giving the shit to all the other people on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> need to go pacing or something. Yeah, I need to do something. Yeah, um, yeah. No, but loved it. It was... um. You know, mate, hopefully, hopefully I've got five good years left in me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely something I can see myself doing in the future. Yeah, cool. Now, we'll chat about that um, a little bit down the track as to exactly what you do at the Adelaide Footy Club, what from an off-field perspective. Mm -hmm. But um, on it, you've still got the qualifying this week. And um, Adelaide Oval, uh, obviously, you would have played there a little bit um, for Collingwood mm -hmm. um, and have played um, some games there as curtain raisers this year. But it's a cracking place to play post plus sample league finals, isn't it? And there should be a really good crowd with Sturt having a huge following. So you must be looking forward to that. Oh yeah. Um, I, I played there, I think four times, um, at the pies and mm -hmm. I was four and oh, so that was nice. Oh, nice. Um, so it, it might've been, th it was three or four, but I hadn't, yeah. I haven't, hadn't lost there as, as a Collingwood player and, um, loved it. Like always had good crowds there. Deck's always in really good condition. The mm -hmm. Adelaide, Adelaide Knights always put it on. Um, for us and then obviously playing there this year um, was awesome like got to play Port there twice South and Woodville mm -hmm. um, and we and we played really well those games and um, yeah touching on that, the Sturt supporters and that I hope mm. I hope we you know get as many as we can there and because it would be a great atmosphere with obviously the game before us as well so I know, I know the boys love playing there and mm. um, yeah hopefully the whole whole comp can um, flourish and AO this this weekend. Yeah, and for the Adelaide fans, there's some quality youngsters for them to come and see and and see what they can produce on the big stage too. Hundred mm, percent, and we obviously got a taste of seeing like um, Ballace uh, and Keane at the AFL level, and then mm. be able to watch. I mean, they've been doing that all year in the in the yeah, SNFL, so it should be no surprise to anyone. And then 
obviously maybe some people we haven't seen like uh, Tariq Newchurch and and Jacko Hately that we talked about yeah. earlier and and Tyler and yeah like Lockie Galantz in yes. awesome form ripping form so yeah you just come out and support those guys and um, yeah see what the the future of the club looks like will be awesome yeah for sure uh, what role do you expect to play on field um, I'll I'll be back I've yep. been back the second half of the year and just mm-hmm. just sort of rinse and repeat for me um just keep keep doing what i've sort of built my built my career off in football um leading with my voice and and just you know winning or halving one-on-one so i'm not yeah not not like a big intercept marking yeah. player or anything like that, but just just get the mm-hmm. job done and, and leave that stuff to you know nan Curvis and Keane and <laughs> yep. stuff like that that um like love flying at the footy i, I just i just play my role and i yep. take a lot of like enjoyment out of that seeing mm-hmm. my teammates do well and um yeah just as long as we as long as we're winning as long as yeah. as long as we win you know i couldn't care less really of the yeah. or the other stuff so maybe the job on Lockie burrows um yeah mate he, yeah. He, he got on top of us early last time mm. we played him so um i'm not we haven't we haven't gone into matchups yeah. yet and i think in the past we've we've got a little bit hung up on matchups as mm-hmm. an snfl team so mm-hmm. i think we play best when we just play our system a bit and yeah. just use them as starting points and then if the game calls you to press or to slide mm. to help your teammate then then we do that um yeah. which isn't probably it's probably that's a little bit more of an afl system than an snfl system i know mm. when i was playing forward at the start of the year it was very physical and i just had the one bloke on me all game um which i I also found challenging a little bit as well Mm, so mm. um yeah we we probably play a touch different um just from what the you know what the system um wants us to do which is which is good where did you play in terms of position where did you play your junior footy with barossa district Um, up in williamstown mate ruck yeah (laughs) um yeah under 17s was a ruck and then even played a few like um a grade games as a ruck Mm. sort of Full forward, centre forward, ruck. Um, but yeah, pl- just just wherever. I was, mm-hmm. I just love playing footy. I'd play, mm-hmm. you know, back pocket or centre back or whatever. Like I didn't, I didn't really care. Yeah. I played like some underage stuff for centrals, mm-hmm. um, like under fifteens and sixteens maybe. And I was like okay. half back flank. So, oh, right. um, yeah, yeah I, I just wherever they needed me, mate. I, I loved it. So it feels like you do love your footy. So, um, how tough was it to give the game away for you? At what age was it? Yeah, I was. So I played pretty much until I finished high school, so okay. about seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Um, but my my brother went to college in the states, and you know he just would come back once a year for four years and just tell these like awesome stories, mm-hmm. like these wild stories. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. Just yeah. wanted to be like him. And my si- uh, my older sister Tess as well yes. was a elite bar, was still is an elite basketball. Yep. So yeah, just really wanted to follow in their footsteps, I guess. And okay. it, it was a hard decision, but I sort of made the decision when I was like fourteen or fifteen. So it's not like I right. just came to a day where I had to make a decision. Like I knew what I wanted to do. Okay. Um, yeah, and I've obviously yeah went over went over there, got a degree, met my wife, who's now an Australian citizen over here, and yeah, it was an awesome decision. Um, yeah. I loved loved every minute of it, but a part of me does think like, man, that's maybe five or six more years playing AFL if I went that path. Yeah, but who yeah. knows, man? I I might have not even got drafted or spent a year in a system and mm-hmm. got spat out. So um, I can't really complain the way it went. Yeah, well, I guess as it turned out, you're able to come back under that category B mm, ruling, yep. which <clears throat> probably assisted you get back in, get into the system. Yeah, well, it's a free yeah. hit for the clubs. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I, if I could give advice to someone that wanted to, you know, like play baseball athletics or basketball soccer whatever i would say well like you know i think the category b it was when i was coming up was three years outside of playing you couldn't be registered to play mm-hmm. 
I'd be like, man, why not go try? And then yeah. if you're going to make it, the club, like it's a free hit for a club, they might mm. might give you a whack at it and then see where it goes from there. That's yeah. which I think like probably <laughs> a lot of people are going to start doing. But yeah. Um, yeah. nah, yeah. Yeah, we should make mention you touched on them earlier, but you um, test your sister, obviously a, a fantastic uh, basketballer with the Opals and so forth, and also your older brother Ben, mm-hmm. imagine as well, um, played some NBL here with Sydney, but also uh, is it where's he playing at the moment? No, nah, he's, he's, nah, he's, he's thirty eight, mate. Yeah. He's got two, two kids. Got yeah. I don't think it was that long ago he retired though. No, um, maybe two, two three years, years ago. Yeah, yeah it was, um, Southeast mm. Melbourne's inaugural yeah. season was his okay. last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, yeah. So having um, them as role models must have been outstanding for you growing up. Yeah, it was, and mm. even um, I've got an older sister. She's the oldest. Um, mm-hmm. Carly, imagine she won a few premierships player coaching netball at Barossa, okay. yeah. um and was a state softballer. So she yeah, was the right. one. She was the one that probably set the standard for the whole family because I yeah, just remember right. being in a car my whole life, West Beach, yep. softball training, and Etza Park for netball, and that was her. Oh, right. And then um, sort of Ben led the way with basketball, playing for Eastern Mavericks, so yep. that's where we all played. Yep. Um, but, yeah, and then obviously me and Tess are only two years, two and a half years apart, so we were quite close until she went to the RAS and mm-hmm. left me at home by myself with <laughs> mum and dad. <laughs> and is that why you went to the States? Because you've got to yeah. get out of there as well. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I think this, the college basketball system was, um, was just a great opportunity to study as well for free. Mm-hmm. Um and play like high level basketball. It's like it's you're pretty much playing as a professional. I mean, your mm-hmm. job is to go to class, which I didn't find difficult. Like yeah. I enjoy learning and um that was a good challenge and that gave me fulfillment. But then like everything we like we got cafeteria for like for like that was a part of our scholarship and then whenever we wanted to go to the basketball court it was always there for us. Um had coaches, equipment, mm. um, sponsored by a Jordan brand my first two years and Under Armour my second two years. So, you know, got yeah, right. got some cool outfits yeah, and so, like yeah. so I yeah, that was um yeah, that was it was really fun. Tell us about your university. It was Delta State University, yep. um, Mississippi. <clears throat> yeah, Cleveland, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. There's like 15 Clevelands in America, just, <laughs> just to confuse Jeez. everyone. Um, so yeah, we were, it was a town of maybe like, oh, I want to say 15,000. Okay. Um, it was just like a highway town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we probably had maybe 5,000 um, students at, at Delta State. And we're in mm-hmm. high level Division Two school. Um, our football team's always ranked in the top 25. My second year, I think we got our, as high as like fifth ranked for basketball in the country, baseball, right. golf, swimming, um, cross country. Like it's like sports, like they love college sport in Mississippi because there's no professional sports teams. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, loved it. Played some, uh, played like Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas. Played some, played some good players. So um, went to the Dominican Republic one year oh, for right. a trip. So I got to play their national team. We got smoked by like oh, 50. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was just, it was awesome. Like really yeah. loved it. Tell us about uh, like your neighborhood rivalry. Like we've got yeah. the show down here and, yeah, and what so that was like. We had um, a division, a low level division one school called Mississippi Valley State. Um, that was like 40 minutes up the road. And um, yeah, we... We would play, we play them at their place one year, then our place the next year, and they beat us my first year. We we went great, and then my second year we were we were pretty good, and they came to our house, and we probably got, I reckon we got like three and a half, four thousand people in our stadium, Jeez. and that was the most we'd ever, and it was stinking hot in there. Yeah. Um, I remember like they had to call the media timeout, um, like the umpires because there was a fight in the stands, oh, like right. it, like Jeepers. it was on, it was um. <laughs> 
it was a it was a like hot game. And our football team came down, so there's a yeah. hundred guys. Our football team came, and they they were rivals as well. So right. I remember that game pretty pretty vividly, and um, yeah, it was one of the cooler experiences. And it was like it was a preseason exhibition game, but like jeez, you were, a bit on it for that. Yeah, you'd go to like the um like a sandwich restaurant that week and they'll be like, yeah, way to get it. Like the old Mississippi or the old Cleveland guys would be like, way to get it done. You know, beat those guys. Like it's a real pride thing. So mm, that was cool. Mm. Yeah. So you can't walk down the street and go unnoticed. Oh, not in a small, small <laughs> yeah. town like that. Nah. Um, nah, it was, yeah, it was awesome. And we three point shooting, was that your specialty? Your yeah, shooting guard? Yeah, yeah. 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 Three yeah. and D. So I'd try yeah. to defend the other, other teams, you know, best player, as long as he wasn't too quick. <laughs> and then um, would spot up for three. my first year. I was point guard, but then we okay. we got another point guard in who was who was really good. So I moved to the to the shooting guard and yeah, pretty much yeah, shoot threes, run off screens, yeah, um, play defense. Yeah, been watching the Boomers. Yeah, watched yeah. them last night. Oh, good um, man. I'm I'm shocking watching Australia play like. <laughs> I just get so like we're up by fifteen points. I'm nervous, wreck. Yeah. Like, or like when my sister was at the Olympics, you yep. like, you couldn't like we. I think we had a game for Collingwood the next day, and I'm like yep. up till three watching the game, like shaking. Like <laughs> I, my wife's like, you got to get the bed. You got a yeah. game tomorrow. Like, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Um, I love it, but it is. Yeah. I, I ride the high. I ride the bumps. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an exciting era, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. Fever basketball at the moment's mm. or like look at Canada and the Bahamas. Like mm. the Bahamas are a squad this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. It's going to be really tough to win a medal, which is awesome for mm. world basketball. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, yeah, I guess getting back to footy though, um, how do you feel that the basketball game translated <clears throat> for you when you started to return back to the game that you originally loved? Yeah. Um, I think like the communication stuff's huge. Like, cause mm. on the basketball court, there's only five of you and you're def- I, like, I love, or I played a lot of defense. I liked mm-hmm. it. So I was a good communicator and that's mm-hmm. definitely transitioned onto mm. the football field, like the spacing and zonal awareness and just yep. knowing like your teasing distances and stuff is probably something I was, I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I, I do remember early days speaking to, um, Corey Maynard, Braden Maynard's oh, yes. brother, who yep. was a basketballer, yep. knew him. And we were just talking about like handball games early, early days. It was like a little like basketball game. And we like, I remember being so good at it. Yeah. Like I was, and then as the years got on, like I just got worse and worse. I was further away from basketball. I got, I got really worse and worse at handball games right. because I don't know, like, I guess it's a bit more comfortable that in tight flick hands, yeah. like yeah. close down the space. Yeah. So that was probably one thing I noticed straight away um, coming across that stood out in the mm-hmm. transfer mm-hmm. games, but now I'm like, now I'm like one of the, You've lost yeah, that, I've lost, you? I've lost that being <laughs> six years out. Um, but yeah, definitely like, yeah, that structure. And obviously basketball is a very cerebral game. You've got to think the game. Mm-hmm. So that um, definitely helps in footy, but just always being aware, like knowing matchups, mm-hmm. um, knowing people's tendencies. That That's probably just ingrained for me being in a professional environment since I was sort of 18. So Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> Collingwood, massive club to go to yeah yeah obviously that's got its um advantages and disadvantages yeah. like a lot of opinions yeah out there. <laughs> and i was probably a bit of a um polarizing figure there obviously a lot of people love me and a lot of people hated me there so um <laughs> like fans wise yeah obviously yeah, yeah. everyone at the club yeah. was was awesome but um yeah. no i loved it loved uh like i enjoyed all of that stuff it's i think that's what makes you a professional athlete um mm. being able to focus on what's important um mm-hmm. But yeah, we uh we had some success there. I think we're largely a sort of a 
top six, top mm. four team when I was there. We had that one down year. Mm. Um, but yeah, I played 49 games and yeah. met some some lifelong friends there that I, you know, obviously still in touch with and they're still yep. at the club. And yeah, really, really enjoyed my, my time there. Yeah. Was it tough when it came to an end? Oh, yeah. Obviously, mm. wanted to keep playing. That's why I'm still mm. playing SANFL. Yeah. But um, yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't argue that it was the wrong decision. They finished top of the ladder, didn't they? So, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh, but you, you know, like, I'm pretty mature about yeah. it. And I know it wasn't like uh, just sort of the people that were out of contracts, you know, a bit mm. unlucky, probably. Yeah. At the time, Timing. I, I, yeah. I played um, nine games straight to start the year. Mm-hmm. And I had to play 10 to get another year in my contract and dislocated my shoulder. Oh, so, like, yeah, pretty unlucky then and broke my thumb later in that year. So, um, bit of bad luck. But mm. also, the only reason I sort of um, was able to play there, or one of the reasons was like Matt Scharenberg, SA boy, yes. Lyndon Dunn, and Jeremy Howe and Darcy Moore were all sort of long term injuries. And I was sort of the last one left. So, that's how I got my chance at playing okay. as well. So, so you um, see the good with the bad. Yeah, you can't just mm. you can't just want it, you know, your way. The whole, it would be awesome if it was yeah. just your way the whole time. But yeah, pretty mm. pretty um, realistic about um, yeah how that how that works. And that, maybe that wouldn't have happened if I just hadn't experienced life outside of footy before yeah. that. But obviously, coming in at sort of twenty four, twenty five, you've got a fair idea of how how it works and how the world works. So that was probably in my corner a bit to be able to move on and mm, you know mm. go all in with the crows which i'm loving mm. yeah. tell us about that um what do you do off the field there yeah so um, my role is a development coordinator um mm. so like the academy so the father son um the nga like academies i, I help mirzy with that um mm-hmm. and run the sessions i do i run the thursday night snfl training and give god's the night off just yeah, do nice. a touch a touch yep. session in mm-hmm. um indoors um, couple of nights a week at AFLW and then train sort of do I'd say 80, 75 percent of the AFL program with training and weights and meetings and stuff. Okay. So yeah. it's been it's been an awesome gig first year out of being yeah. an AFL player. It's sort of mm-hmm. slowly transition and then next year I'll transition even more to a bit more of a coachy development okay. type and yeah. maybe a little bit less training. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit more on the headsets maybe. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll still definitely be playing, but more yeah. so in like that day to day, Monday to Friday stuff will mm-hmm. will be a bit more like um, creating programs for the father son and okay. um, NGA and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, where do you hope that it eventually heads for you? Uh, I mean, I'd love to be a development coach, mm-hmm. like um, a sort of like that line coach, like Matthew Wright and Jack Hompsch and Marco Bello do for us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I, I sort of see my value as well, and sort of how I play the game on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, that's that's a thing I've wanted to do that, you know, since I've got in the AFL system. I've been lucky. I've had some awesome development coaches like Matthew Boyd yep. um, my first couple of years, yep. um, Nev Jetter um, last year, um, Ash Close, who's now um, coaching Attack Cup or NAB League team in mm-hmm. Melbourne. And then obviously Homshi and Wrighty have, have been awesome. So, um, yeah, I've been, I've been super lucky to have some really good coaches in that space, so. Beautiful. Now we'll look forward to seeing that unfold and mm. hopefully uh, you can squeeze a couple more years out uh, oh, on plan, the playing I side. Plan, so, I plan yeah. on you know, doing it till the wheels fall off, mate. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, no, we look forward to it and thanks very much for your time and coming in on Checkside Chats, Jack. We do appreciate that. And, no, uh, thanks for having me. All the best for the Host Plus Sample League final series. Cheers. Appreciate it. Thanks.
Thanks for joining us on Checkside Chats. Don't forget to stay tuned to the Sample website and Sample social media channels to soak up all of the action from the Host Plus Sample League final series across the next four weeks.